You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Heart of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 235 of East Centralian's favorite podcast. Jeremiah Morrill here, joined by a houseful tonight. We've got Mason Roddinghouse in a co-host chair, a longtime, uh, longtime contributor. He's been gone since, I don't know, June or July. Uh, we don't it's been even a while. Don't I'm even know. Uh, producer Zach is here, but he's also video producer, executive producer, director of everything that we need, except for turning the lights off. He forgot to I do forgot that. To, you, no, you hey, Kevin, can you stand up and turn the lights off right behind that flag, please? Can't Kevin, sorry. don't let him boss you around. I forgot while starting the feed, getting the recording going, running <laughs> Doing around. everything getting... else for us. Uh, on his left camera right is, uh, is his twin brother, who looks nothing like him. Jared Burcham is in the building. Welcome back. You just you, you got the nerves out of the way. I think you've done two Patreons with us, but this is yes. the first time on the real show. I'm trying to figure out if that doesn't look like Zach part is a compliment or well, that's up that's to a the, dig at somebody. That's, a, that's up to the viewers. We're more to similar decide. than normal right now because we both have similar length beards. Yeah, you, you look as close as you ever do. Yes, at this moment. Uh, and then because it's a holiday and I like playing the role of danger, my father-in-law is off camera with a microphone in his hand. Uh, because nobody else wanted to babysit him tonight, and <laughs> thanks, Libby. <laughs> and the last time, and, and by the way, he's been served a sixty-two ounce margarita down at the uh, El Chile Poblano, uh, or was it Los El, Los Amigos? I don't know. But as as I'm describing this, the uh, Music City Bowl is getting ready to go to overtime, no or Purdue's oh, yeah. going to lose. No good. Um, <laughs> So no good. The Miss last White time, right. the last time Kevin hung out in the studio with us, he uh, he didn't have a mic. So this time it's going to be better for the audience. He's going to hook left. He's not going to go probably going to be right. a train wreck. The kick is up and it is wide right. Wide right. Wow. I think Mason's watching on Twitter. <gasps> <laughs> I think Mason's yeah, watching on Twitter before it streams over here. No, I got a friend there. He's streaming on Facebook. Anyway, this show is about our lives and we're ruining the inner. You're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully. You will always learn something new, Zach. I skipped over your portion there. What are we? What are we going to talk about tonight? And uh, did and did you review the show notes that I had ready? I did look seven at seven hours. Ahead I did look at the show notes. I didn't check the individual links. I commented on something. Um, basically, it's like almost all COVID related stuff because COVID's taking over the world again. Uh, some of the things are kind of side effects of COVID that people. Some people might not be aware of or thinking about um, just craziness with used car market is absolutely insane. Um, That's by special request. Yeah. Jared then, invented that topic. Tonight. And it turns out that the uh, Brandon 
maybe isn't as bad off as he thought he was last week. Things are turned around for him in the new year. And then just if you want to get, can you find out if you even have COVID? I mean, is it possible to check right now? I was getting tests seems to be a little difficult at times, but we just did a Patreon and uh, I think it went well yeah. for, for the normal chaos we have without having Dakota. Our uh, our OG uh, OG co-host here, who's uh, I think he's celebrating his thirty uh, eighth birthday this weekend. I, I I lose track. He he's aging very quickly in front of us. His natural age is like twenty three, but his his soul age is like seventy six. So it's somewhere in between. It's a mix of dog years compared to yeah, real years. It's the human years. When, when, you, when you go to bed at eight thirty, so it's gonna happen. We do need to say thank you to uh, Christy Avery. John Phillips and Anthony Meyer, who uh, support this show at $50 or more every single month. Uh, the Patreon is a voluntary way to fund the program. Uh, very, very limited commercial ads. So the network has a couple of ads in the uh, in the show, but we don't stop and, and throw a bunch of ads in here. It is entirely supported by uh, by the patrons. And uh, I'm going to tell you, if you're not a patron, uh, I kind of call you a nasty word at the end of uh, at the end of the Patreon episode every time. So. If you want to know what I'm saying about the the people that are on the other side, you might check in there and have some fun with it. So, all right. So COVID, uh, as kind of expected, COVID COVID has made a bit of a return after in the post Christmas <laughs> era. A bit of a return is an understatement. The state of Indiana had their number one uh, day in COVID positive test results, and I think it would have been higher if people could have found tests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a bit of a pain this week. It, it's been insanity. Even where I work, working in an office, work for, I, the governor is my boss at some level. And on our first Monday back after Christmas, um, if you test positive and ha- are vaccinated and showing symptoms, they will let you work remotely. And they packed nine people up on Monday. Wow. And almost all, and there's one unit that's almost entirely wiped out. Like it's, they had one adjudicator out of, I think, nine or 10 in the building on Tuesday. You say if you test positive and are vaccinated and are vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come to work and you have to burn your own time. That's their incentive to be vaccinated. See, That's, that's how a lot of places are doing it, except yeah. it's not so necessarily burn your own time. I guess you could for the week. Um, if it lasts longer than that, but after that week, a lot of people's short term is kicking in if you're not vaccinated, yeah. but, but they're just like, I keep headphones on and listen to stuff, but the cart, just kept rolling by, and there's only there's only about fifty people that work beyond my desk. Like we're in these pods, and so door one doors. in five of your coworkers were gone. In a and day. then they just packed up the girl next to me. This is the most unnerving part about it was they just packed up the girl next to me, and they didn't say anything to me. <laughs> well, and, thanks for coming into our little and then our so, little world today. So, it went seventeen minutes after we started broadcasting together, and you go, hey. Girl next to me, I think she had COVID. How far do these mics stretch? It was like what? <laughs> she and well, I asked her, but they didn't say anything to me. They didn't say anything to any of her coworkers. They didn't say, "Hey, this is why we're packing her up." And so I, I asked her. I was like, "Did you test positive?" She's like, "No, I just have symptoms, which is the cold." She has like she's stuffy and she's congested, <laughs> and she's just like they have so many people have tested positive this week that they just said go home until you feel better. I'm like, man, the, the way this weather's been lately, I wouldn't. I'd come back about June. Because it's just yeah. been, the weather's been you, awful. Don't tell me come back when I feel better. I mean, hearing that, Zach, I'm not sure how you aren't feeling stuffy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I trust that's the thoughts come to mind. But lots of Zyrtec, lots of Robo. Yeah. But when is the last time you guys paid any attention to the color code map? We haven't talked about that in weeks, if I, not months. Actually, about three, what, uh, three hours ago, my been, wife mentioned, "Wow, 
and I think she and she is home, you know, part of the time now and actually watches the news. I've been working a bunch I don't get to, and but she kind of pays attention. And today she's like, "Wow, the Indiana has I think it was twelve thousand new cases or something, which is an astronomical number compared to what probably six months ago or four months ago. It's all kind of a blur at this point." But that was the most, you know, I, I told her for us, it's not that COVID's kind of over, but we're now just in the routine of you're just careful if somebody has, and generally everybody's honest. If somebody doesn't feel good, well, all right, we're going to avoid them for a few days. Like it's not this COVID talk like it used to be. We're just kind of ha- trying to move on. But in, when I work solo, I work around only a couple guys, maybe where Zach's in a very large office and I hear about, that's how I figure out that stuff's going really bad when Zach's like, yeah, I've been watching this cart go by all morning. <laughs> I think all my coworkers died. And that's where I'm like, oh, maybe I should check the news and the numbers. So I looked at, I looked today for the first time in ages and Henry County's orange again. We're level 2.5 on the 3.0 scale. 3.0 is red when things are supposed to go to hell. Cause I, today there's a major basketball tournament yesterday and today in Newcastle. Yep. The uh, Crossroads Classic was uh, the ladies, the girls played yesterday. Today was the guys. And uh, I'm like, I thought that had something to do with schools. You get to a certain level and you can't go to stuff. And I, I know we've we've had the struggle of them yeah. not happening. Uh, but we're a level 2.5. Neighboring Madison County is a 3.0. Uh, so I don't know if that's triggered remote learning or whatever the hell is supposed to happen up there. Or if, if we even care anymore, I don't know. But uh, yeah, we're, we're back to a 2.5. And what has been affected has been football. Lord football. Mm, yeah. The NFL. It gets serious when it affects football. Uh, the, the world fell apart this week when, uh, when Carson Wentz got COVID. He got the, the federal government to change the rules <laughs> and it went from a 10 day quarantine to a five day quarantine so that if Carson Wentz is feeling okay, magically well, he could play football on Sunday. If, in front that of rule was, if that wasn't changed, it was going to be just like, last week or was it the week before when games got rescheduled we had a game every day of the week because we had more people on our roster than the browns did yeah and all it takes is a player to be vocal to make roger goodell look like an asshole for things to get changed because that's what baker mayfield roger goodell is his puppet and has been since he's been in the league whatever baker wants to happen it gets it gets pushed pretty far up to the top of the NFL. The quality of football for the National so, Football League last weekend was preseason level. Was I think you had fourth rough. string fourth string quarterbacks yeah. playing. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's been interesting the past couple of weeks. Anyways, COVID in the whole sports scene's been crazy, but this week it really. I mean, hell, the Colts played without eight starters, and then we lost three to injury. We were down. At one point, we had 14 players on our COVID list and nine of them being starters. So it's like. You're a season ticket holder. Did you think the hell with this? I'm not going. I don't want to do this anymore. I, I definitely contemplated selling my tickets for Sunday's game. If Carson wasn't playing and then Darius still was. But she got activated today and Quentin Nelson got activated yesterday. Paris Campbell's back into practice after injury from after like week two. So. Um, this Sunday, I think Carson plays Sunday. They're just going to keep saying Sam's going to start just for that safety net. But I think if Carson tests isn't showing symptoms on Sunday morning, he's going to be taking the first snap of the game. To me, Zach, it's I, I, I've almost felt this COVID wave coming just by watching the NFL and how busy at how busy the 
reports have been coming out saying this many people, this many people, this many people on these yeah. teams, because they're one of the few populations that are getting tested constantly where, and they're trying to be careful. So if they're whatever careful precautions are being taken for the NFL players and they're still popping, I'm like, there's no way in hell yeah. after all of, if when you get 25 people together in these family, family kitchens that are, you know, a 600 square foot houses with 25 yeah. people in them. They, we're not going to have this massive wave. This and week. Did you see, did you watch the episode from last night? Yes. Um, did you see the little trackers that they pick up every time they go into the facility? Yeah. The NFL players yeah, are all wearing I, I didn't a, a tracker that. in their pocket and they're always carrying those trackers with them for close started contact. Last year. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And that, that was pretty cool. So I sat there and read up on those trackers for about 20, 30 minutes last night after that hard knocks episode. I was like, They've got it down to a T. I mean, if anyone truthfully wants to know how to, you know, be precautionary about COVID, watch NFL. I know Jeremiah found an article a couple weeks ago, and it was a doctor breaking down positive cases and vaccinated versus unvaccinated when last vaccination was. Looking at the Washington he was making, team. yeah, he was making even the, the argument about um, boosters because he said the positive cases they're getting are maybe vaccinated, but they're not boosted, so they're more than six months out. Right. I, mean, I knew just over the weekend from Christmas. So many people posting on their social media about, well, this isn't the way I wanted my Christmas to go. And a lot of like drive by Christmas waves and stuff. And you're like, I mean, this was the most I'd seen it. I'm not sure. I mean, those people are like sick, sick and how many people are going to the hospital, but so many people that were having their, like last year, people volunteered to not do Christmases as a family. And this year it was not a voluntary thing. It was, I've got X number of people in my family and they've tested positive the week before Christmas. So we can't have our Christmas the way we wanted to do it. And so I saw more of that than I've seen of any functions of it being at least a chosen necessity based on people having it. So, and then this week, the, the media reports have started saying that you can't find a take home COVID test. And I, it got me looking cause I wasn't really aware of that issue. I, I have, been very reluctant to buy a COVID test or to buy them and keep them at home because one, I don't want to spend the 70 bucks or whatever it is for a two pack of them just to have it because they have such a short shelf life. I think they're only good for 60 days or 90 days or something. Uh, so I've, I've not bought any and had them in the house just, just in case. Uh, but they're apparently the Indie star was had a, an article that we we put in the show notes. If you're a patron, by the way, you get the show notes uh, dropped in every, every, uh, every day for you today. You had them by 1045. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a fellow who said Ray Redding said on Monday he conducted a 200 mile radius search for at home tests to purchase at CVS, Walmart, Target, and Meyer, hoping to be cleared to attend uh, a Christmas show with his uh, with his mother and dad, and nothing came up. So this guy says he looked online at 200 200 miles around Indianapolis, which means he was looking from Chicago to Cincinnati to Louisville to, to Toledo and damn near to St. Louis and couldn't find a COVID test. I think he was a little bit misled. But my wife bought two that day at CVS in Newcastle. A lot of people are going to those home tests now. And it's it was like, less than... Well, you know, and I would argue, though, yet the home test is convenient. But, you know, and considering the spike in numbers we've seen... Um, but those don't I, get well, reported, right? No. no. And, and and around... And I, I live in Indianapolis, and granted, we have some more testing places. But the lines haven't been outrageous. Right. You know, if you're able to get out and get a test... You know, and especially if you're planning to head for Christmas, um, <laughs> you know, I maybe would have had an appointment made ahead of time. She's got randoms walking in off the street. Well, it was just an arm, actually. It wasn't even a person. <laughs> well, and part, 
part of the thing too is like the test. Devin, what? go smell that. See what what it is. is that? I think it's a bomb. Hey, yeah, is it's. <laughs> It's, Kevin knows who dropped off probably, but like part of those, the tests you get here trying to, cause I had my kids test there one time. If you get the test like Wednesday, you might've had it back tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe. And so the rapid test would be like my wife, she took one of them and you know, within like a few minutes or whatever, I forget how long it took, um, whether or not you had it or not. But yeah, she was able to, I think she was like 23 bucks for two of them. Um, I know I'd read something that the government bought, a half a billion of them. I don't know where those went. Well, they're not supposed to be available until January, but I don't know how to get them. I don't know yeah. how to sign up. Can I get, I mean, there's, there's what 300 million people in America, 300 million people in America. So I guess each person gets one and a quarter. I don't know how that's supposed to work. It, maybe it's, it's my wife took one because she had, she just woke up. She's like, I don't feel very good. And she's like, she was stuffy. And so she's like, I'll go get a test just to check. But it's, our, you know, check local listings. Our weather here has been garbage. And so people just don't feel good. It's 60 one day and then it's 30 the next. And we're going to have another drop. And it's just been, just not been great just weather. Don't, so. And don't forget, it's been super damp. The swallow is really good. Just chug some Pepto. So what I, what I learned today, my sister got her booster shot in the, the old Rushville main source bank, first financial bank, people's trust company, whatever you want to call it on the north side of town has been turned into like this COVID care center on the north side of Rushville. So it's very convenient to us in Newcastle. You zip down three and apparently you can get there. Uh, and they're doing the COVID shots, but they're also doing testing. And I, I didn't realize that you can pre-schedule a COVID test weeks, months in advance if you want to, or it's just like the scheduling system is to get your shot. And I had no idea. The only, I, I didn't know how you got one at the hospital. I figured you had to just go get in line and, and hope that they were swabbing you. Uh, but apparently you can just sign up and I could have had one today if I wanted to in Rushville. Yeah. So because we're a little bit more rural, maybe you don't have this the the trouble that they're talking about in Indianapolis where there's reports of people waiting two, three hours yeah. in the rain, yada 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 to get their tests. Well that's where I wonder if, if somebody that's oh, I just want an at home test. But that was for if, a rapid. In Newcastle, yeah. there were appointments today to get the one that takes two or three days. Yeah. But you could get a rapid test or the other test yeah. in Rushville today. And the people that are complaining, well, I couldn't find an at-home test. Well, did you drive by seven places doing rapid tests? Right. And you just were dead set on doing yours in your, you know, the, in your car. The only times I've done a, a test, I think I've had two of them, and it's been through a uh, urgent care. And the urgent mm-hmm. care place in Newcastle was letting you – their website seems to have changed this week as well, which probably because they were getting so damn busy. Now their website isn't showing that they have tests, but they'll give you a shot. You can get a shot, and then you can ask for a, a COVID test as well. But it wasn't just like, hey, yeah, I want to I want to get a COVID test, and that's it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's The, the ball keeps moving. Zach, you said you, you were trying to get through this whole thing without having to take a test. Are you still – I'm still untested. Testless? Yes. I have that makes me – I've done one – I've done one. I've washed, I, I watched him give one to my five-year-old, and that was enough to my guy. Like, I don't know if I could behave much better than he did while they tried to <laughs> scrape his brain with a Q-tip. So I wait, just... No. Wait, Until was, you have I, to do it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I thought later, because I had to get mine way late. Finally, somebody that I work with, and I said, I only work around a few people and not every day. Like today, I was by myself all day. And somebody finally was exposed, so I had to go get a test. And I thought, man, we're way past that brain scrape thing, right? And then I show up to uh, a military post in Lawrence, and I watched three people get the you know nine foot Q tip to the brain. I thought, well, here we go. <laughs> and I held it together. Mason, did your team win? I held it together. The Oilers yeah, like, won. Like Purdue, Purdue came back. Look at that! Wow, aren't they aren't they happy? 
Oh, all those dancing, engineers are dance, not watching right now. Dancing on the Tennessee uh, Titans field. Been there. We've been great if we saw Garth Brooks there for a little bit. We were there for a couple hours. <laughs> just got rained on. Just visited. Got wet. Just got wet. Listened to sixty thousand people sing the thunder rolls when it thundered. I watched. So. I watched IndyCar's race from the parking lot. Yeah, me too. All right. Anyway, but yeah, but I, well, one, it's not as bad as you think. It's definitely a strange sensation. But when you have a guy that's got this like six foot seven with huge hands, you're like, well, at least it's not his finger, and it didn't seem so bad. But I wondered when you talk about the sports, we you know, we started all we nobody was concerned until what the NBA got until the NBA canceled a game, and then suddenly Rudy, the COVID was real. Rudy Rudy Gilmert, what was the guy's name? Mason yeah. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Who started Gobert, the, whole the French thing. kid. Yes. We nobody paid attention until the NBA did, and it seems like well, if they're willing to throw money away, and I think it's ironic that here we are, what feels like ten years later, and now we're like, oh my god, the NFL's closing down. What the NFL hasn't closed down, and they've but they're awfully close. They've been playing a lot of uh, no fans. Yeah, they're they're totally spaced out, limited players. I don't think they'll do no fans though. You know why? Because they don't care. Well, that was up to the stadiums. They really care now because if it affects the ability to host to have the game. I'll tell you what. If they, um, yeah, if they uh, say, yeah, we're actually going to go back to COVID rules next year and only have you know sixty fans in a hundred and twenty fan area, I'm going to say, go ahead and give me my money back because. No, and, and that's you why they want to won't be do drunk it. and affect as many people as possible. You don't want to just you know that's they, the you, experience. You, know you want, give, you know you want to spill your, beer on three. You know they'll give you your money back. They'll just tell you that they'll hold on to your they'll, money. For they'll the give. Next they'll, they'll refund you. They're they're very, real safe. They've already here. said that. I've, listen, I'm getting a lot of stuff out of this year more than I got last. You're year. supposed <laughs> to be getting us information because don't you sit in front of the governor? I can't share that information. We shared a selfie with him. Yeah. Wait. Our conversations is. are on the low. Okay. <laughs> can, I give you a li- can I give you a list of questions slash demands to give him? Yeah, let, right the on first the back being, of paper. How dare you? I'll go up to him Sunday. I'll say, this is from uh, Zach Burcham, uh, Newcastle, Indiana, Henry County. He's yeah. actually a government employee. You can affect you him directly. Gov- yeah, actually, just go to his his quad. Zach's, hey. Zach's calling you down. Walk over cube, there, Mr. Hey, Governor. Go, go, down. Hey, yeah. go to the game in a Todd Rakita shirt and see what he says. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll get thrown into the parking lot. <laughs> He touches me. That'll be a scandal. I'll be the next governor. <laughs> we'll have the state policeman do it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on for a moment. Take a very brief respite from COVID. For uh, uh, this may last twenty seconds, and we're going to be right back into COVID talk. We can't help ourselves. Mason Roddinghouse, do you know who Brandon Brown is? He's the guy who uh, won the one race, and they were chanting, you know, FJB, but. Reporter said it was let's go Brandon, right? Yes. Kelly guy? Kelly Stavis heard let's go yeah. Brandon. Uh, and last week on the show on the program, we had the open letter from Brandon saying that things have gotten way too political. I want to be able to speak my mind, but I don't believe in this. And we felt sorry for him, Zach. We, I we had we had some of us had empathy. Some of us did feel sorry for him. Some of us had empathy. <clears throat> this week, today, ten a.m. today. He had a sponsorship announcement. He has been fully funded for the 2021-2022. Is it by Black Lives Matter? NASCAR <laughs> Xfinity Series. And it is. this is not a gay thing. Brandon Lives Matter. I, I look at this. I look at this and I want to say is, LBG I, something. I, yes. But it's not. There's it no is TQ LGB plus. coin. It's a new decentralized meme currency similar to other meme coins and tokens such as Dogecoin and Shinoa Inc. 
Shinoa Inu that has achieved market capitalization of more than $300 million in six months. The patriotic coin dubbed America's coin aims to inspire positivity and unity grounded in a strong belief of the American dream. So Brandon Brown is being sponsored by a Dogecoin knockoff named after named him. after him a week after saying this was the worst thing that ever happened. This to me. might be the most American thing to ever happen. There's no such thing as bad publicity. And this, yeah, and no this publicity is bad. So, publicity. so they really did start this on the back of, yeah, the, the controversy. It's the, it's the LGB, let's, yes. it's the let's go branding coin. Have you looked at the side of the car? He's standing at this, and it is said this morning the team reported that he is good. They have gotten the the car paint scheme approved by NASCAR. The red, white, and blue, and they're they're good to go. Checks cleared. And now yeah, yeah, there's an there's some news that's come out saying that maybe just maybe the team ran out too fast with that and that it's not approved. I mean, and NASCAR it, says, oh, they've actually gotten pushed brakes. Yeah, it might be worth really? investing in. All right, so yeah, hold on. So where do we time this with national outrage on buying into this? Okay, for one, there's already been and, one. And we need Jesse Riddle here. What is meme? What is a meme have, one? Yeah, great. Compared to. I was barely on board so, with the crypto. Dogecoin is a meme currency, it's and a, it is literally designed to be a joke. So that's what they it's call a dog. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. Doge is a dog. Yes, and that was literally but supposed to be worthless, off. and it took yeah. off because it was the to the moon, whatever. After the meme stocks, the a, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, AMC and a couple of others, yeah, GameStop, Games, and, yeah, GameStop, them pulling the line basically. Yeah. All these companies that are on the verge of going out of business. They were this just, was our distraction from the pandemic. Yeah, those are throwing their money into it, so it like well, they were killing short. They, they were, were getting yeah. shorts. To, you know, catch yeah, 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 killing yeah. all these to, people the, who work the you know know the ins and outs. It's just really screwing them. All the yeah, the, 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 the average guy was coming out on the on the yeah, losing end of yeah. That was a that. very big deal with, and I'm forgetting the investment group. Dakota was a customer. So Bob Popgrass. So this is this is like this story, and I as much as we didn't want to get into this, it is literally like all sides of the shit we cover on Boss Hog. Yeah, it is politics, it is yeah. racing, it's cryptocurrency. It is like this is like goat yoga all over again. It's we have to. It, it comes along, and we have to talk about it. So Bob Popgrass <laughs> is uh, a major NASCAR uh, reporter. I think he works for Fox Sports. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this morning, nine hours ago, he said that. They have the full season Xfinity sponsorship and it's let go. Let's go Brandon themed. And the team said NASCAR approved the paint scheme later today. Jim Utter uh, NASCAR beat writer says NASCAR has not approved it. Adam Stern says that in fact, NASCAR has been eyeing banning political sponsorships completely. And if that's the case, it will doom the deal. So how are, so if it's, so I get, I, you know, from a realistic standpoint, I see the political aspect, but how are they claiming that it is a political sponsorship? Because NASCAR the L- themselves be- made it into a because political. of the LGB portion of it. Because let's go, Brandon Coin is actually a, it's a political statement. Yeah, go go ahead. Well, you know, I'm I'm just making the pragmatic argument of well, we're just a we're a cryptocurrency. We're just we're, simply we're a, not political. Just a coincidence. You know, like I could I could come up with a doll that's you well, know, called and, dumb Democrats. And this and article got sent it. in the group this morning. You know, I'm half out of it anyways. I see LGB. I said, 
I said, who's, who's getting sponsored by the LGBTQ? I said, who's, <laughs> I said, what? And I just closed the app. And then I got here and I said, Brandon, Brand. I'm like, oh, so yeah. like some guy, you know, just got pulled that sponsorship of the LGBTQZY. Or- so I, I wondered in the chat when, like, I didn't realize that he was really, he went from denying to seriously embracing well, you say, oh, this Well, he's just now. like, oh, this is negatively affecting my life. I'm a. It I, was until I got this massive uh, How did, season he, he sponsorship. He didn't watch it in two weeks, right? He, this had to be in the this, works. This had yeah. to be oh, in the yeah. works when he writes that. Yeah. Yeah. He gets the attention. They said, oh, how's this going? And, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because this doesn't come. When when he thought it would negatively affect other sponsorship, he was against it. Now that it has turned into sponsorship. Now that it's his final choice, now he's like, well, I have to do it. Yeah. I still think, all right, look, we had gunbroker.com on things, which, Kevin, I'm sure you're probably a customer. I'm a member. But, I mean, there have been some very, you know, Trump's had a car. We've had all kinds of crazy sponsorships and motors. Oh, okay, now hold on. If Trump's had a car, how are we now denying political sponsorships? Well, they want to do that going forward. There have been political cars for years. Yeah. Whose was the Trump car? Probably Corey LaJoy. (laughs) (laughs) Is Paul Tracy still racing? Oh, anyway. (laughs) No. SRX, maybe. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It even says it got market value or cap capitalization more than three hundred million in less than six months. It wasn't six days. And they're going to spend how much of that on NASCAR? I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. I don't know what a nationwide. Yeah, what, what's a nationwide ride cost these days? That like can't be cheap. Ten or fifteen million. Uh, yeah, five million, ten million bucks. Uh, we've long heard that auto racing is a great way to launder money. Yes. So now we're just going to openly do it, and we've heard it from with, the best at with, laundering money with meme coins. Yes. It, <laughs> it's like a double. It's like you're, yeah. It's like laundering it twice. So it's how all fake. how long till all this is so offensive that we can bring tobacco money back? That's what I'm looking at. Come on, IndyCar. Yeah, Marlboro never did you this way. No, come Joe, on. This that is Joe Camel car was fine. Yeah, we all know smoking is bad. Let them spend some money. Uh, this this screams to me. We're gonna have a. This car is gonna be on the track through about March, and then they're gonna run out of money. It's gonna be this big run up. Assuming NASCAR says it's fine. The Mason Rotting Houses of the World are going to buy $20 worth worth of LBG coin. Let's go Brandon coin. And then it's over. Like it's it's going to have one big run up and then it's going to go bankrupt. And then it's going to be, well, that was fun. You don't think they can turn up enough money for the whole season? I wouldn't have announced the full season unless the check had cleared for the whole season. I, well, yeah, and that's why I think it's interesting. But it's a team that they, has they no... They said whole season. They, maybe. We've seen how many Trump hats sold. And I still see a they lot of dumb sell. flags. They, they still sell. sell. The problem is, but, is that but NASCAR, I think at the end of the season, I think you're right. They will have some bad press will come along with it, something, and they will lose steam. NASCAR wants to be open for all. They want 100% of America to attend races and care. And when you do a sponsorship deal like this, you are appealing to maybe 40%, maybe yep. 30% of people, and you're hoping that a handful of them actually spend money on it and it goes somewhere. But it is like this is the parlor crowd. That's the only people that are going to do this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious as to how much of I want to see the Venn diagram of those the parlor crowd and the crypto crowd because like I don't have any under I still don't quite understand crypto enough to be like yeah I'm go- I would throw money at that but well, no, and that's an interesting point because yeah I can see the parlor crowd they're they're not going to believe something that they think 
I mean, it's not really tangible. They have to go find. They have to go find their their uh, millennial grandkid to explain it to them as to what's going on. What like what is this? And after you fix you the time on my VCR, can you explain this crypto? They should have announced this just before Thanksgiving, so that the kids, so that the grandma and grandpa had two yes. shots at the kid yes. of getting him to buy <laughs> after, some LGB coin. After you program my remote, can you please <laughs> can buy you, me some can, of this? Can you, could you buy me a hundred dollars worth of this? Let's go, Brandon coin, because I need to tell my buddy at the coffee shop about it. <sighs> Mister Window, Kevin, are you going to buy some? Yeah, Kevin already owns a thousand shares <laughs> of the Let's Go Brandon coin. He's no, he's not. even Kevin. Even Kevin's out. This is the spot. Yeah. He's not even beginning. listening. That's how little this is it's doing for Kevin. He's not even listening. Beginning. Kevin, would you buy like Tombstone Coin or something? Yes. Yes. Also, yes. we gave you a microphone for a reason, Kevin. It's on. He already <laughs> lost it. He's, I think he's it's in his hoodie it. pocket. <laughs> we'll probably hear him fart here in a little bit. <laughs> he's busy. <laughs> Good lord, what a distraction! I gotta hope we hear him snoring in a few minutes. It'll be just like we're camping, but warmer. It's put some in his stomach. He'll fall asleep in about thirty seconds. Be careful! He's going to try to build a fire over there. Yes. So here, I want the prediction. Does two two sides? Do they make the track at Daytona? Do they get on track at Daytona? And do they get to Homestead at the end of the year? We'll start with we'll start with Jared and work our way around. You know, I want to say they're absolutely going to get there at least to Daytona. But man, how far away from Daytona are we? I mean, NASCAR has a short off season, but we're about six weeks away. Yeah, month and a half. God. And with a and now that you made it political, Jeremiah, back when it was just fault. a money thing, it was fine. They're going to hear this. And they're going to be like, "Oh crap, I don't know." Mike I Elton bet is listening. I'm thinking because this kid needs it, they're going to make at least two races, and then we'll see what happens after that. People are going to be desperate for some racing. They're just they're going to roll with it. John Andretti had the Victory Brand Tobacco sponsorship, and that lasted all of five races, and that wasn't political. See, I think so too. I feel like two is a decent guess. Zach, what do you think? I think he gets to Daytona. I don't think they qualify. <laughs> oh well, no! Why are they talking about them actually running? <laughs> yeah, actually, but I don't. I don't think. Hey, hold on a minute. minute. He won Talladega. They yeah. don't suck. That's true. I mean, and the, not, kid, the kid can it, drive. He's not running the right. Cup Series. This is Xfinity. They're they're a winning plate track. Whatever. I, I'm not questioning that. It's just the money to get on track. The to money race. to get there. Yes. Yeah, I think they get to Daytona. They don't get. I think that's an interesting. I don't think they finish the season. I don't know how much money they spent on getting the wrap and all this PR <laughs> stuff done instead of like instead of like. Well, we didn't buy new uprights for the suspensions because we. Look at that wrap though. It's yeah. real purdy. Yeah. Talladega car is still good. You want it's that or a new Facebook race. page? Yeah. Mace, I'm gonna say it goes the whole season. Goes the whole season, goes makes the, the chase, season. wins the championship. I'm not Let's going. Go. I'm not going. Let's say go, that. Brandon. I'm not going to say, that. Going to say that. Did you read that off your parlor account? <laughs> yeah, I can't even download that shit no more. Come on, <laughs> you know what? It's interesting <laughs> that Jeremiah brought them up. I started getting emails from them last week. I got a text this and week. I signed up for them here as a joke. <laughs> I when I sat in on the Patreon, He's and here it's haunting. Me. I think they hit him up during the show last week. I don't. I think Apple. I got an email from them today. From the app Store, you cannot download it. I got a text on Wednesday. Parlor accounts. Melania Trump's first limited edition. Yes. NFT ends twelve thirty one. Won't be re released. So if you want Melania's picture, NFT, you got to buy a whole scam tomorrow. in itself. Once again, I, I, these Parlor needs to send out the Brandon Brown tweets. Like that. That's or the text, not the tweets. That would be a competing thing. But that. Yeah, that's the that's the distribution list they need. Buy your yeah. LG. Let's go, Brandon. Tweet tweet coin Doge rocket right now. You can buy you can buy like thirty five dollars or more, and you get a free MAGA hat. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking you throw in a hat. Yeah, I mean, come people, on, people, or a beer koozie. Why, why are you going so expensive? People throw love in a hats. beer koozie. Shoot, I might sign up for a beer koozie. I'm not even a fan of the kid. 
I, I think the kid's fine. A, a year He's ago, I, we've talked. Yeah. This is the third different time we've talked about Brandon Brown. Yeah. First time was his slapping the car as a shady used car dealer, which is great marketing. Second time was we went, when he won the race and he accidentally this whole thing happened. This, yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess the and then the open letter and now it's continued to this. I I have he a soft spot in for the him. News. Yeah, he is. I have a soft job. spot for him, but not good. He hasn't actually said anything particularly stupid. And by the way, he's Matt not Benedetto at Phoenix the last weekend of the year when he was in his final race for the Wood Brothers. He embraced "Let's Go Brandon," and then he had to apologize for it tomorrow on the, the next day on the internet. It was over. He uh, had to say, "I'm sorry, shouldn't have done that." And where's he I was now? Thinking he's out of work. He but where did that come from? Did that come from NASCAR itself, or did it come from? Oh, could have been Penske, could have been Wood Brothers. I mean, truthfully, I already knew he already knew he was on his way out of Woods Brothers. So, I mean, I would have just said, you know, but but when you when you take a stance like that, and then whether he likes it or not, he believes any of that or not. There's a whole bunch of connotations that come with that, and things that you believe. Um, Then corporate America doesn't want anything to do with you. You're radioactive, and so that's and and that's the problem that Brandon talked about last week. Was like, I've got he's not going to get. Walmart as well, maybe Walmart. He's not going to get. <laughs> he's not going to get uh, Home Depot to sponsor his car. I mean, I mean and this is a, a, a wholly unrelated thing, but and it may still remember. But like, last well, was a couple years ago, two years ago. Connor Daly got caught up in something that his dad reportedly said like oh, forty goodness. years ago. Yeah, and Lily canceled his sponsorship. Canceled his sponsorship. He over lost something his ride over a the sins of a, the father over a mistold. Third party retold story yeah. and, and in an absolute, horrible context. Like it was the story wasn't told correctly. It was a told, misquote. It was told in a way and in a place that never should have been done. But that was lamey. That wasn't a daily at all. And then, but it was tied to his dad. And then, yeah, Connor loses a good sponsor that that made sense. It was a spot, Lily Diabetes sponsor. He's diabetic and, and for his first major. NASCAR race. Yeah. yeah. He was going to run Road America, I think. That's how sensitive the For corporate... I mean, people well, in any sport, if you want to complain about athletes or drivers or anybody and they don't say anything, they can't do anything, it's because corporate America is very sensitive and if they say the wrong thing, then they're done. Yeah, they get... I said, you've, you, you just touched on it and I know where because we all three just listened to the same group of podcasts this last three weeks. But in racing, you know, our Dinner with Racers guys talk about it's not the PR... And it's not the publicist that is telling the driver to be a robot. It is the sponsorship. It's not even the teams. You know, they talk about Penske perfect and that goes to a level, but there's probably a point where it's beyond Penske. It's Shell Pennzoil. It's it is, it is, it is now sponsors who are just scared to death of having, which they should embrace a little bit of media in their name. Cause you know, if you're the, if you are sponsoring the driver that throws his helmet at the other driver in pit row, well, guess who's getting an extra four days of coverage, yeah. but they are scared to death of it. It's good for, it depends upon the company that you're in, right? If you're a gas station, if you're an auto parts store, probably okay. Yeah. If you're mainline and you are, if you're appealing Verizon, to everyone, yes, exactly. You, you don't want that, right? Yep. But if you're going to, if you're going to get, you know, if, if you're going to get a guy that understands racing and you're the O'Reilly par- auto parts car, no problem at all. If you throw your helmet. If you're willpower and you throw the double birds, <laughs> Verizon's not very happy. Even even throwing your helmet's one thing. It's what you say and then who you're throwing your helmet at potentially or why. If, if you're Tony yeah. Stewart or Lord knows kill a kid in New York, it's yeah. just... Yeah. Yeah, or it's, if it's you a make problem. a political statement. Yeah, just don't. 
Yeah, stuff. you've you've pretty well signed signed away. Whatever. In the futures. Well, that's enough racing. Let's talk some politics again. Wait a minute, that was racing. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sure Brandon's gonna have a fine super speedway car, and <laughs> if, if everybody else doesn't crash again, he'll be just fine, and he'll have a chance to 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 win the Daytona 300. Uh, I hope that Bernie sponsors a car and not Bernie Eccleston. I hope Bernie sponsors a car and then they crash into each other and they just finish next to last and last. Full, and then we'd have that argument. Yeah, we can just have that argument. I tell you what, honestly, that would have been great if you had a Trump versus Sanders car. Yes, a Trump versus Biden car, wheel to wheel at Martinsville for the win. And the hood of the car is just just their Bernie faces. sitting in that chair, <laughs> you know, that everybody used for the memes. Like, come Wait. on. The only the the, uh, the most scary thing is we're wrapping up our final show of 2021. That Bernie picture is not even a year old yet. I, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna name, but I didn't want to do like that side thing. But somebody says, "Hey, you want to know how long of a year it was? This picture is 11 months old, and it's the picture of Bernie with his mittens." Sitting at the and it feels 11 years. And it old. feels like that is like it's been around forever. Yes, it's just part of it. It's old. It's done. It's been done for months and months and months and months. It's been replaced by millions of memes and. That meme was this calendar year. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Do you guys remember uh, the beginning of COVID? Yes. I, I had an event that marked it. So, but that still doesn't feel that long ago. And it is my, I've been married. I've had a child. I have changed jobs. <laughs> I have a lot go on and it still feels like it was not that long ago. And now we're coming on the two year. You know, and I had it ruined. I had I figured it out because I was at work on a Friday that I was leaving for an IndyCar race, and my wife texted me and said they're canceling the race due to this COVID thing. And I said, "It's past eight bullshit, <laughs> bullshit." And I got on my phone at work and had to figure out. And then we took the weekend trip anyway because we'd already taken time off work, but we were going to St. Pete, and that was. And I thought, "Wow, this will be temporary." My God. Didn't get back to the racetrack until the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Insanity. It's, it's, uh, we what? burned how many tickets? How many reservations? I still got three sets of Indy 500 tickets for 2020 and I never got to go to the race. Yeah. I got yeah. mine too. <laughs> Mine's in the glove compartment in my car. I finally got to the race. Well, October of that. Do we get taught? Yeah. October. We, we, mid Ohio. Ohio. We still got four races. Yeah. Magically, we got to watch four Indy car races. 2020, who won that? We was were at Kumasato. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go get that 2020 ticket signed by Takuma Sato. By Takuma Sato? Yes. And he's very hard to find because he's so little, he disappears in the crowd. He's well, really I'm fast, short good. too. Yeah. And good luck. We're going to be, be one of like 100 Takuma Sato. Now, he's a teammate with a guy I know kind of personally now. So I'm going to be able to hook you I'll up. I'll give you mine. Take the, it. Uh, it's in a blue envelope still. Yeah. I believe that. Uh, well, on that ticket, it's Simon Pagano. Yes, I see on that ticket. I, I got the Sato ticket signed by Sato. Oh, so I don't I want the, the Sato. I want the I want the 2020 race ticket yeah. that he won. Yeah, signed. All right. Well, come we we, we can get that done in May. I just heard yeah. that, I just heard that discussion too that that's a weird thing with Indy 500 tickets where you have a guy sign it and it's not the guy on the ticket. You normally have the guy sign it who won the race and the previous winners on the ticket. Right. It's a weird thing with 500 tickets. I want mm-hmm. Norman Pagano to sign. Yeah. Yeah. Norman, yeah. Norman I want, I want Norman to it. sign it. I know where to get you one of those just blank stamp pads, and yeah, just be ready all the time. Absolutely. All right. Follow, follow IndyCar around. All right. Student loans are... Uh, we, this is another story we've been advancing. Uh, when Sean Rao was here, we we discussed this, Zachary, uh, and your student loan payments were going to be due again in February. 
And uh, President Biden says, no, that'll never work. Uh, we're going to push it back another 90 days because the job market's tough. People can't keep people. People have they, they don't know where to get work. They're, they're short on cash. So we're going to buy them another 90 days. I think this is his way of, of forgiving. It. He's just not going to erase it. He's just going to push it off where his term, it's never due. Never due during his term. Then he's going to push it on the <laughs> next president and say, see, I erased it. I for hate four you're probably years. right. It's going to get pushed. This has happened I January think, 2025. Yep. This is the fifth time that they have pushed this. Yeah. Yes. Thir- thir- 90 days at a time. And you mentioned that you paid. You guys paid. We got out of the student loan business. We yes. we paid. We kept making our payments. We put the, every time they sent us more money for. We just chunked it at that, and we're done with it. So I, I so I'm still sitting on loans. I couldn't tell you the last time I was in school, but I'm still sitting on some loans. And I didn't go that route because we did. You know, we paid other stuff off. But it blows my mind that. And frankly, I'm in a good enough job now where I could have afforded to pay those. But when I would try to log in and even throw money at it, they, I half the time couldn't get into my account and you can't call the government. Lord knows. I mean, Zach wasn't in his office for how long? These people don't, they don't go to their work. Nope. They're not in the real world like us. Try getting no. a passport at the beginning of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor timing, yeah, sir. Months. Poor timing. What's, what's the more absurd thing that you were trying to get a passport or that you thought that they would let you go anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Where were you going no, with no, that passport? Yeah, asked, he put his request in before COVID popped. Stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pop. I put my request in, I think it was February 6th. I, I <laughs> Oh, and then applied. February 8th, oh. COVID hit. And then, yeah, like, we had hopes and dreams in February. Like, end of yeah. February. No, no, I'm not going to say in like February 8th because well, uh, when, I was when at was concerts. Like, that's February. That's, or that, is that a February or March race? It hit March. It, it, it was yeah, early it, March. This though, year right? is February, but the previous yeah, it was March. It, yeah. Previous yeah. March. So yeah, you were thirty days. Yeah, thirty. And yeah. then it was thirty days out from stuff. No in the warning. Fan. It said you'll have it back, and I think it was something like you'll have it back in thirty days. So, okay, whatever. Sixty days. He mailed away like his birth certificate. By the way, everybody. Yes. Mailed that away. Oh, yeah, that's the fun know, part, and they take forever to get you that back. All that back. Well, then, it's, and they come in two separate. Things. Yes, it's it's not. Like you get Generally, your passport you, you, before you even get your documents. Yes, and that, that's how mine was. I got my birth my birth certificate back a month after I got the yeah. freaking passport. Yeah, and so I sent all that off, and then I hop on there, and they're like, "We're experiencing delays." And then I finally found out that they only process if they are in office. They don't process if they're not in office because they don't want to. They're not allowed to take that stuff home because of. Yeah, personal. confidential yeah. Oh, yeah. information. PII. So they're like, "Well, we can't take none of this home, and we're only in office on Tuesdays." We, he applied for it on February twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Nailed it. February twenty. <laughs> Was it twenty eighth? <laughs> yeah, I just I just looked at I just found nailed it. it. Yeah, so I built it out at my house. And COVID, I, I have a copy. COVID was like, "Welcome to America!" <laughs> like, right after yeah, you found I need it. a I need a picture of a basketball player blocking another basketball well, player because that's I what get that was. My I get my passport the week before we go to New York because that's what you needed. It and for, I get the passport. We were going we to go across the. We're going well, go to go across Canada. Canada. Yeah, and then like a month before we leave for New York, they're like, "Ah, Canada's closed. Yeah, you're not coming in." By the way, Canada just got closed. America again. just got closed for the Canadians again this week. So for, really? there was a three-week period of time where the Canadians were allowed to come down here. Can we go in? And yes, we can still for now. We can still go. Can they can't. That, that won't last long. Well, I want to go. I wouldn't mind like going across the border for a Luke Combs concert. <laughs> time will tell. That's not going to happen. So yeah, your uh, student loans will. are not due in February, <laughs> Mason. You've got more time to. I'm still in school, brother. <laughs> 
Oh, he can write that off till he's 40. <laughs> and I'm Take going a to, class a year. Take yep. a class a year. Worth it. Uh, continuing it. Yeah, worth it. Still in school. Classes start January 10th. I don't have any student loans. So. What's it like? So did you it's end up with any? Camper. Did you end up with any student loans? Yeah, I went, when I went to back to school, I had one for about a decade. I yeah. say because so we we were the the plan was supposed to be that Zach and I had our college paid for, and lucky for him, I was entirely too ADD and stupid to stay in school, so I pulled out and didn't burn too much of the college fund, and but I don't think it quite covered even all of yours, did it? No, I don't think so. But yeah, it my problem. Well, you have I a PhD, from, Zach. I went so. from going back to school. No, I went to yeah. Ball State. And he did, it in the, he did it in the proper amount of time. I know a yeah. lot of Ball State grads that are seven-year degrees. Yeah. Degrees. I didn't so have a minor. Like that. That's how I did that. I didn't take a minor. Yeah. yeah. I think I, uh, I'm yeah. not going to be seven years, and I'm not going to be six years, but I could be somewhere between four and six. I was 25 when I finished my bachelor's degree. I was not in a huge hurry, but I was every bit of 25. And I took yeah. off. I, I had a, a gap between, between high school and starting community college. I did Ivy Tech. I took another six months to a year off. I don't remember, whatever. But I got done before, uh, you know, before I would have had to be off my parents' health insurance <laughs> in the Obama era. Yeah. So, so I, know the, I know people that were not, they were asked to not return to school for a year and some that maybe have a DUI <laughs> correlated with their year off from school, you know, stuff like that where a, a four year degree turns into a six year. A six-year adventure, but eventually got through it. They're making it harder and harder when I was in there because half your degree at Ball State is Isn't out of your, ma- out of your major. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. Study stuff. Just the, the, the first two years, which you might as well, and in hindsight, well, I, and it was kind of a transition time, I feel like, when we were in college, they were starting to do that, where now, like I would tell a kid, 100% go to Ivy a, yeah, not go to Ivy Tech. Yeah, you get the classes you for to, a third the price. Not you even, can do more them faster. Than a third. Oh, oh yeah. they're free now for Mason. They're, I had to. Oh yeah, they're nothing. Or you, you, well, I mean, at least, at least a lot of people go and they go knock out all the prerequisites because you knock out the prerequisites. It's the basic so, out yeah. cheap math. All knock that those stuff. out for cheap. So they have it. They have it set up like you get your degree. They're like, oh, do you just want associates or do you plan on getting your four year? Well, if you say I don't plan on getting my four year, that's when they say, okay, just take a bunch of prereqs with one or two. Um, in your like degree towards steered, your major, major yeah. well classes, and then if you're like, well, I just want associates, then it's like, if I'm getting an associate's degree in accounting, it's associate, well, like it's like accounting, 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 business ethics. It's like you're actually going to where you want to kill yourself. Yeah. That's where you're like just drowning in those business classes. But I love those business classes. I mean, t- you're doing okay. Everything? I took about four different versions of accounting myself. I felt like I was camping again for a hot I minute. thought I Sorry. heard a snore back there. Mason, what uh, what game you got on the TV now? Well, I don't have any game. Kevin's watching. I think it's the Michigan State-Pittsburgh game. There we go. But I'm lucky enough I don't have like an ungodly amount of student loans. I think... Um, you got COVID... Back, got your back a boil. We've, we've, yeah. we've covered this. Yeah, that was that, that was, was a, that was a show that that's, just disappeared. It so vaporized thanks to the school, basically. So, but, but from donors, basically, um, and so that disappeared. But then I think I still sit at like seven. It's not like forty, fifty, like a lot of people go into. I think I'm at like seven or eight grand worth of student loans after that back a boiler thing went away. So. That's a perfect transition into the next thing because the used car market is going crazy. You could sell your car today and pay off your student loans 
and you'd have to ride your bicycle. I'd say if I sold my car today, I'd probably only bring what I paid for it. But okay, but you understand though that like in the that back in the day, like eighteen months ago, two years ago, like when you bought it, if you bought a thirty thousand dollar car, it's worth twenty. It was twenty when they rolled off the yeah. lot. Like the, like, it was twenty when you started it after you signed the paperwork. Did you pour this out of this water bottle? And so it's out of a beer can. Yeah, it was out of a can. It's a stout in a can. And so to, uh, for people to be able to buy a step. car, drive it for any period of time, and then sell that car, a pedestrian, non-collectible, non-sought-after car for what they paid for it is bizarre. I bought a GMC Terrain in January of 2019. I paid $32,000 and change for it. It has 67,000 miles on it. The current year is 2021. 36 hours from now, it'll be 2022. I had a went to a dealer's website today, clicked on there, tell me a price, and it told me I should expect between, as a trade in on a car I paid 32 for, and I've driven 67,000 miles, it told me I should expect 23 to $24,000 for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's which it's like the housing market. It sounds super exciting. And so you're like, all right, what can I buy for that money? Right. Thank you. you realize, well, one, they don't have any stock. John Phillips says that the used car market is up 38%. Our, John is the, uh, the, the official dealer of the Boss Hargrove Liberty podcast at Andy Moore Buick GMC in uh, Fishers, Indiana. Yeah, I bought my terrain, and it's a year older than yours, and I have 30 more on it. And I think last time I checked, which was still a couple months ago, um, I bought it for a little over 24, and I think it was bringing like 19. It's insanity. So the question is uh, that I have for the crowd is should I sell Sarah's car when she's not looking? The Honda? <laughs> How many miles are on it? Is, is it like she 100, listening 000? right now? Can we I, sneak I don't know. Up? I'm we just asking. Eventually. Allegedly, this this CNBC article that we linked in the Patreon says that in the last four months, used car market has increased 20% in four months. So if we're at this massive peak and we got a car that we're using twice a month. This is the Honda Accord. The right? Honda, Honda Accord, yeah. I Let it go. How many miles are on it? Hell, I don't it's know. It's a Honda. Nobody's, let it go. It's Nobody's looked inside it's an of it. Six months. I tell you what, invest the 120 go. bucks in it to five star, get it detailed, and take it somewhere and get especially, it checked. Especially in her situation where, like, we talked about this at dinner. Like, um, the, uh, the state government doesn't want people working remotely on a, on a chronic level, so I'm still going to the office. But if I was in a situation like she was in where remote work is like, that's her future, there's no plan for her employer to bring her back. I'm like, I'd say, if they send me home, they say, you're going to work remotely and that's our permanent situation and you're only going to go in. I would sell my car in a heartbeat. My problem is, and this is literally my, my one problem, is that I hook up the camper on Wednesdays. I do the podcast Thursday and we leave on Friday. And and Sarah would be abandoned at home with no car for two days a week. And she just cruise Newcastle with the camper? With the camper on, yeah. That's what we would have to do. It takes 10 minutes to hook the camper up. So, I mean... He likes to be ready Still, to go. Yeah. I mean, in this, let it go and get her a golf cart with a license plate. <laughs> oh. What can she not do? <laughs> yeah. Driving around Newcastle then, with a golf cart. And then when we go to mid Ohio, golf cart goes it. in the back of Kevin's truck or in the back of Jared's camper. Then you save yourself we'll $300 on a golf cart. Now, golf cart prices are also insane. Yeah. I don't They're falling, though. They are yeah. falling. The golf cart, golf cart 
became like everything's just gotten crazy expensive. And then the example here, and the one thing is bring a trailer for those aware of bring a trailer. <laughs> bring a trailer is where people who have money and burning no holes in their entire house, property, pockets, everything go to spend it on absurd things. Somebody bought a what they've done is ruin bring a trailer. Is, sure got the is bring a trailer like is it kind of like an it, auction online? It, it is an auction. It's, it's kind of the they, they kind of revolutionized on um, vehicle auctions. Yeah. And for a while, we knew about them through some car podcast. And somebody like us could have snuck on there and picked up like a Mini Cooper or a Porsche for a little or something bit it, it was like for a, a good price. The once the celebrities found it. No, it was like a, it's like they random. curate the cars that they list. Yes, so they're not gonna they're not gonna list Sarah's Honda Accord unless there's something special, and so and then they do. I mean, it they, belongs they, to and the they lovely want, Sarah, and they Potter. want you. Yeah, that, to send, that's a rude statement, so. and they want you to send, you know, sixty pictures and fully document it. If that's the one, then that's gorgeous, and I understand why I went for that. Um, and then they'll have somebody do a full write up on it, and there'll be a whole discussion where, in, at times, people have listed vehicles on there. And something's not been quite right about it. And like, it's been a Porsche or something like that. The Porsche community will jump on that and they will, they will vet the vehicle, vet the vehicle. Yes. They'll say, Oh, I know this car's history or whatever. And so the vehicle in question, and a lot of people are not going to care about this, but I understand why this went for this money. 2003 Ford excursion, seven, three diesel, four wheel drive, 16,000 miles, a hundred thousand dollars. It's now, old for 48 new. Yes. Now, Several things are going for that thing. Which anybody with a diesel right now that heard that a large three-row plus, and which that's what that is. That's not just a three-row yeah. SUV. That is a three-row plus. It's as big as they got. Diesel SUV went for less than 50 new. That is okay. insane. So, so the pictures of this, it's black, blacked out every accessory so on the outside. did it sell or is it just like It sold it's, for $100,000. That's what yes. it bid. The bidding went to. It went for more than my more than I paid for my house. It, I sound like grandpa in 1963 yeah. It looks here. perfect because it's black, uh, some chrome accents. It does not yeah, have Indiana rust. Tan, no rust. Tan leather interior. It was a Georgia vehicle. Um, yeah. Several things are going for that vehicle. One is it's a bring a trailer. I love that Kevin's listening to the Welcome show. Kevin. He, he just auction. woke up. <laughs> so there's a lot of things going for that. One, it's low miles. Two, those are kind of unicorn vehicles. They made them for a certain amount of time, and there's nothing equivalent. There's there's nothing two vehicles now. that fit that class. There's the Excursion, and there are three-quarter ton Suburbans and Yukon Excels. Neither of those are being made currently. That's a diesel. It's also a pre-def vehicle, so there's no diesel there's emission no emissions. fluids. So there's none of that, and it was those were simpler motors. Um, the next generation of Ford motor was garbage. Uh, for diesels. And so, it is a limited edition. It's oh yeah. But I mean, if I could find I would drive that in a heartbeat. And my wife would drive that <laughs> in a heartbeat. You'd pull a it, camper with your camper it, with that Zach, pulling both. Yeah. Zach, the family would have to move yeah. into it. Oh. But but those have I mean that's an absurd price, but I don't think a clean excursion's ever been worth less than forty thousand dollars for like the last decade. Now my a question one. My, my question is it was a hundred thousand to that guy. Could he turn around and find another buy? Because that kind of what you know, and that's why I always I tend to you know I've had some good luck selling vehicles. I've sold a ton on Craigslist, and I always find I tend to find the guy that is worth that too. Could you turn around and unload that? Who are you going to find with a well, hundred thousand that isn't going to buy a used Ferrari, we, but is going to buy your used you Ford think Excursion? That somebody bid it up that far. It wasn't just him saying, "Oh, yeah, I'll no, give you a hundred thousand." Nope, that's so true. There's probably somebody sitting at ninety nine. 
There's, but they could have been the seller's cousin. To get to $100,000, there's, there's more than one guy willing right, to run, willing to run yeah. that up. Yes. So he could probably say, all right, buddy, I've driven it home. It has the shittiest interior. And I'll get oh, yeah. it. Ford for, didn't redesign that since like 92. For 105. No. Oh, no. I, 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 knew, I knew five or six guys. I, used to, I had a job where we traveled the country pulling large trailers, and I knew five or six guys with these. They weren't that nice. They're trucks. It's they weren't that nice because I I was test driving I, and it, we bought our Tahoe in 07. Man, that thing is so clean though. It looks like <laughs> it is so it is so clean. It is it's it is a Zach, time capsule. Zach, you should have wore tighter pants. It is an eighteen year old <laughs> shit box, Zach. Oh, it, it is it's but, factory fresh, but it's a, but it's a piece of it's a shit box that'll pull a house off a foundation. Yes. Uh, but and the the user the creature cover the shit people care about now oh, it is no. so oh, no. far off. Jeremiah does it have lane Ford, assist? Ford does it have Apple CarPlay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got it has I it has, it has a six CD changer. Yeah. When, when this thing That's came in out, the back it's not dual, even in the, in the yeah, front. When, when this came out, dual climate control was a big thing. Yeah, well, people like that. Down. I mean, I test drove. I bought. It does uh, have heated seats. I bought a Tahoe in two thousand seven. And I test drove, and like it was amazing. Like uh, Tahoe's in like 2000 became like they were the first ones to say like we're going to build something that's got comfort levels of a car. And when I test drove an equivalent level Expedition, which was the similar vehicle for them, the F150 based one, it was like getting into a truck. Like this is a truck. My Tahoe was not a truck. The previous generation was that thing though. If that's what you like, and man, those are unicorns. I mean, it has a DVD player, uh, Zach. Yeah, and you know, it's like my DVD player in my Tahoe. (laughs) People are going to understand. My TV player, it's like a six-inch screen. (laughs) It's like the screen. The thing that flips down is this big, and then you got to take it into about half of that, and that's how big the actual screen is. And it's like this thick out the top. Yes. A third of your storage space in the back is taken up by the spare tire that lives in the back of the vehicle, so it'll never rust away. And I don't know if you can tell, but if you look at the rear doors, they are eight inches thick. The rear doors, there are, there's an overhead glass, and then it bulletproof. is folding doors in the back. So it's actually three doors. Mason, I wish they were bulletproof there. I think they're full of air and what cash you wasted on that truck. <laughs> But I will say the guys that I knew that had them, we you know we traveled all over and we usually ran in two man crews. We would put a twin size mattress in the back with a, a flat screen TV and a PlayStation. I think three. That's how long ago this was. And one guy would play video games while the other guy drove to Colorado and then trade off driving. And the other guy could sleep comfortably in the back. Oh, there's no that, doubt about that. That's we, a land yacht. That yes. thing is huge. We Looking, use those until the mega calves came out, and we realized that it comes. Even if you don't like cars, floors. please look up the listing for this truck because the frame is so clean you could eat off of it. The the, the listing look of this that. thing, the photos the are under the frame the is body. If you clean. live in the north and you bought a 2020, yeah, it doesn't look no, this nice underneath. No, yeah, no. people in the north, you pull out. Like, Jeremiah, there are dealer brand new trucks on the Goodwin, <laughs> on the Chrysler lot on here the town. Lot, that, Grandpa, sorry, yeah, that have more rest than that. Does. No, you know what? You know <laughs> what they campers. have. They, they, they got it from the trailer ride to the there dealership. Are campers on lots right now that are more rusted than this truck yes. is, and they're six months old. You and said this, this was a Georgia title. It's a Georgia title. The guy that the buys guy bought this, it and forgot it. The guy that buys this, he drove and, it to and Florida, brings it to Michigan, year. is going to kill it. <laughs> Like it'll it'll he'll he'll literally park it, go look at that guys, come out the next day and it'll be gone. It'll, it'll just be a pile of paint. It's gonna completely it's like an, disappear. It's like an ad for Z Bart. Yeah. Auction prices are nuts right now. A couple of weeks ago I went up to uh White's Whitestown. John Phillips says you can live in your car but you can't drive your house. I mean there was a listing, somebody was trying to sell I want to see that on the business. A brand card. new escalade 
2021, but they put 20,000 miles on it somehow already, and they won $120,000 yep. for it. Uh, no, okay, so there's another complaint of mine. The They say, oh, you're buying a 2021. Well, they let it loose in late 2019. Right. We need to get a grip on the release dates. Right. Because it's very deceiving because you're like, oh, look, this thing's if it's, only been if out. If it's the date of the year, they probably it is a bought year old. That. Yeah, they probably bought that in February of 2020. Right. It's well, a year old. I looked at I looked on John's website today and I couldn't find a 2022 truck. So suck it, Virgil. Well, you know what? The, We're in a chip shortage. There's <laughs> pre no, there's COVID. Only, there's four 2021s and that's all he has. That's They're probably all sold. I've only bought like two brand new vehicles ever in my life, and one of them was a a dirt bike. And everybody kept asking, well, "What year is that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a 2017." But it actually was an 18 because I bought it so early in 17. I kept confusing. Well, it, it. used to be that the model years rolled over in like September. Yeah, so the 2022s would have come out in like September, and then I know they start. So playing. December, you were buying, you were well into right. the they, next year's they, vehicles. I know that Chevrolet started playing games with that in like 2007 because I think they released the the 2007 Tahoe because it was a redesign earlier in the year in an attempt to try and get sales, and so they keep playing these games with yeah with model. Where at this point, we're going to see 2026s on the dealership in next a year week. and a half. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, yeah auction prices are nuts, like used car prices. I, we went to auction a couple weeks ago up in Whiteland, and uh, I watched a, I think it was a 2007 Chevy Duramax. Just that's why simple 2,500, 235,000 miles on it. 2008, 42 gram. Okay, so I bought my 2011 <laughs> Three quarter ton GMC Duramax full four door. I bought it for twenty thousand three years ago. Yep, forty two. What you're saying is I should list that sucker. You should take it up to Indianapolis Car Exchange instantly. But you just bought a brand new camper. <laughs> yes. How the hell are you going to use it next year without your truck? I'm going to pull truck? it with the little Honda car I have. Pull it with the G wagon. Yeah. yeah, that fits in it. <laughs> now, yeah, and this was messed up. So I looked at a because I would like a little bit newer truck, a little bit newer. I don't ever buy brand new trucks because that's a an immediate loss. Well, but I now it's probably a, smarter to buy. A brand well, yeah, new. and that's what I think. This is this is a weird market, and we have to somehow adjust our yep. you know, thought process to it. I looked at a 2019 GMC. Full four door, basically the equivalent of my truck. So obviously it's a nineteen. It's got newer options. Seventy thousand miles for seventy thousand dollars. So when that I was, to me rings like I'm being raped by a pirate. <laughs> so when I was in the truck what? market, I had bought my fifteen hundred, loved it, whatever. I paid. Loved it. Like, was this it. your Ram with the leaky window? Loved it. Wrecked it. Leaky window. That Kevin warned you about the window. The put, hack job racing of a slicks on the back of it that ended up working. Kevin's didn't. But anyways, two weeks after I buy that truck, they have down at Russ Hubler, they have a 2018 Denali GMC three-quarter ton Duramax um, for 31 grand. Should have bought it. Only 80, I think 80 or 90,000 on it. 31 grand. That's a $90,000 truck now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why was this not on the lot when I was looking for trucks? I was like, I w- oh, I was hot about it, actually. Listen, <laughs> if, you bought a, if you bought a diesel, the injectors would go out and it'd be $9,000 to fix it. I mean, the truck it's market. Under, it's under warranty. The truck market was so crazy that people were on camping forums. Yeah, people were being, dealers were calling 
guys and saying, Hey, you want a new truck? We can order you a new truck. It'll be in, in like four months. We'll give you, we hope 10 over what you paid for this truck to give it to us now. And the guy's like, yep, just told my kids we're done camping for the year. And they just sold their truck to make some money. It's it's not, they forego their entire camping season. And they've never gotten back into it. I watched a TikTok the other day. The truck's probably still not done. Because their truck, I can tell you, I I drive through Kokomo a lot for work and their truck is still sitting in a temporary fenced in field in Kokomo waiting on a ship. I see, uh, it may not be over a thousand trucks, but it's it is oh, a, it's a shocking Chrysler. sight. It is a no, it, they're uh, Chevys. Oh. It's a shocking sight. Now I've noticed recently they've actually started to weed through the field a bit, but it is, is that it the ventilator was, uh, the ventilator factory. It's on, it's right. It's on the uh, well, yeah, but they yeah that's probably what they got diverted doing right while they're yeah. waiting on their chips. They quit yeah. stamping out new trucks. <laughs> But they had a field of temper. They temporary fenced in, and I say temporary. They should have done it permanent because it's still there. A field, acres and acres of brand new trucks waiting on chips. John Phillips says his truck's been sitting for six months. He's still waiting. Waiting, waiting. waiting. six waiting months. months. Is it in Kokomo? I could probably help you break Built. in. Did he <laughs> order one? Built and ready to go. I know where it is. Did what John color is order it? Order one. But Ford's got a bunch of what down Kentucky. I, I'm, gonna, Kentucky. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say his is a GMC. They're, that Kentucky yeah. Speedway. Kentucky Motor GMC Speedway is, is yeah, chock that's, full of F-150s. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they built these up. Well, that's what happens. They find a place to store them to so yep. buy. Ford uh, truck assembly is in Louisville on the east side, so they go up to Kentucky Speedway. I'm sure that these are Fort Wayne trucks that they're storing they, at the yeah, GM facility down. in Kokomo. Where yep. they where they made you, the you know, and, and, you, and you see pictures online and you're like wow that's kind of crazy but you also see fake pictures online of where they're like oh look at this field of abandoned 2018s whatever yeah go pick but one out to yeah <laughs> drive to drive through a town you know on my way to lunch and to see a field full of trucks I would love to own one well, if the you thing guys would just come so, off of it the thing is going to be so infuriating is that those are all on the GM side. They're all the old model now. <laughs> oh yeah. So and so they're going to still sell massive redesign, and they're going to sell for fifteen thousand over sticker. But it, uh, you, do you want to go well, buy the old model year? Do you want to wait? Okay, if you're if you're on the line at this point, I'll tell you what. Do you want to go buy one that's that's got the new infotainment and everything else and the new capabilities and wait a year or two, or do you want the one that's been a, that's retired? That's the real still thing. Is, apart? It, is it, I'm assuming that when the chips come in, it won't be like. They won't be getting like, oh, here's a chip for this truck, and here's they're going to get a load of chips, and they're going to clear out these lots pretty quickly, right. and then this market might crash. Just the used car market might come flying back to normal because not only will you have the that's where I say do the I demand sell, for the do new I trucks, sell the Honda for ten yeah. grand now and go but, buy it for twenty five hundred in a year, but at a certain 100%. point, and I've, I think I heard. On some podcasts, you know, some automakers are saying they hope to be back to produ- normal production by March, but that was before a couple weeks ago, and everything is going back to hell in a handbasket. But you'll have this flood of year twelve to eighteen month old trucks that have been sitting there waiting for chips. That yeah, they, they won't be able to sell those forever sticker. They're gonna have to sell them. I don't for think fifteen or problem. fifteen or twenty under because they're two year old trucks. Be, I don't think it's gonna matter. You got Dodge who literally makes old bodies. The, the classic bodies and sells them for just as much more over sticker now. It's the same damn body from three years ago. And I think we'll we're I think we're missing like people go, Oh yeah, I want the classic body. I don't want that new one. I want the classic body. And I think we're missing the long term issue of, you know, we took the housing market where they just loaned, you know, chihuahuas and stuff, mortgages on houses. Well when they got Loan their hand slapped for that for that, 
the bank said, well, I mean, they didn't go, oh, that, you know, you're right. That was bad business. They said, well, we made a shit ton of money off that. Where else can we do this? Oh, we do it with cars. Because I've walked into a dealership grossly unable to pay for anything that I was looking at and was offered a nine-year loan at, you know, $1,400 a month for something that was going to be worth a third of its original cost in three months. Yep. And they are continuing to do that. And now they have the leverage of the used market because if you drive around, lots are empty. I mean, th- there is a demand, a thousand percent. I'm willing to stick with my, you know, poor truck that my wife's been drag racing Porsches with for two years <laughs> and ride it out. Where some of these guys, you, you know, had a suspension collapse in nine months. No, yeah, yeah, at least nine. Oh, why do you bring that up? <laughs> and then the day she got rear-ended, the day before she gave birth to our baby. I awesome. know people's weaknesses, Zach. Do you know that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, I'm willing to stick with my poor beat-up truck because it still pulls the snot out of my camper, and I'm fine with it. Where some of these guys, you know, that are under five foot tall, have to go out and prove themselves every right. year with their new dually. Now they're down at Russ. They had one of those new TRXs on the lot, and it oh, was there God. for. A day and a half sold. The, oh, like, I see. Though those are daily drivers in Indy. Yeah, so it daily was sold drivers. for like eighty-seven. You know what they got down there now? A green wagon. Grand wagon. Did you look at the sticker on it? One hundred and seven, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you look at yeah. the interior though? I mean, that thing. It's that thing will wipe your ass. That thing will warm so your ass. It will cool how have you guys not test drove this? It's oh, so trust me. We've con- I've contemplated it. Me and my buddy Bryce. It's time to just go take. I a went test there to look just at that window sticker because I went over like like on Christmas, I think, or something. Yeah, I was trying like to buy one hundred seven. Yeah. It's gorgeous. For and I'm sure it will. It's a right. no, it's, it just says green white. Grab it's your beers. We're going to sign off. We're going to go test a, drive it. Yeah. It's a Chrysler. Oh, uh, they close at 107000 for a Chrysler? Stellantis. Yep. It's a Chrysler. All right. Yep. We're, wrapping, we're wrapping up car talk. That's John, a land, yeah. John Phillips says that he's been told it'll be 2023 at a minimum before things level out. Uh, he has no 2021 trucks left, and all of his 2022s are waiting and coming in. What does John know? He don't work I'm in so, a okay, day what are these tr- I mean, but what are these trucks that are sitting, like the trucks that have been sitting in Kentucky Speedway have been sitting there since early 2021. So I'm assuming that some of these vehicles are sitting. Yeah, I guess that's the question. Chips. The question you're looking for clarification is, are those assigned to dealerships and they're on a sheet and they know they're going to come in? And maybe that's one of the ones or that, or, that or they've assigned. So maybe now. they are rotating. So maybe they are slowly rotating them out. And I can't imagine. I, w- I would hope they're not making trucks with that don't have chips and then putting chips in other trucks that have been waiting for like, I don't know how that flow is going with cars, but I'm assuming there's parking lots full of trucks somewhere that they would clear those out before building new ones that, but you don't know. So I've John, noticed John says they're Ford. So they're probably just going to be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you could just skip the process and go right to the scrap with those. You, now I have seen the, if there lots are Kokomo, around, they need new transmissions already. Yeah. Yep. And what year is sure. Sarah's Accord? I've seen uh, I think it's a 2012. the lots in Kokomo have begun to thin out. And I heard that that GM is potentially on the upswing on the chips. But I do believe they are just cranking out trucks and they will put chips in whatever is the most profitable. I was yeah. told there's 100,000 trucks that are going to be shredded. It might be. It might be cheaper for that. You, you, you have to share your source, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, I, I would like to get one of those. I'll put my own damn chip in it. It, it might be a situation where it's cheaper for them to write them off yeah. and scrap them They're because yeah, because because they, they'll have to sell. It's a forty thousand dollar truck that they'd have to sell for twenty five, yeah. and they can stick it in a forty thousand dollar truck now and sell it for fifty. There have been my G wagons are very popular. G wagons have a markup of about fifty k. 
No, no, no. And then there's there, more, there's a RAV4 plug-in hybrid that's been going for 12 to 15 over sticker. The, it's so popular in certain markets. The market I, I saw in the new G-Wagons was a new G cost 185 Dealer was asking over three. Yeah. I have a sticker. I have a, a, a picture. Somebody took at a dealership of a sticker that clearly says market price or says price, market price, and it is a over a $100,000 markup on a G-Wagon. I am so happy that going into COVID, I had all the toys I needed. Everything's maintained oh, so and we're okay. And I'm not on the side of trying to buy anything. I had, yeah, had, I've got it all. I, everything I could possibly need. We've been able to survive yeah. the storm. Okay. John, we should have just had Jonathan Phillips on for this discussion. He's just trying. He stayed a 2019 G wagon stickered for 155. They sold it for 179. <laughs> yeah, and and that was used, right? Yeah, that was used. He said 2019, That's, and you can't. And no, they do a refresh in 2020. But you can't but, tell the difference between 2019 no. and like 1973. They all look the same. Why don't you just sell your G wagon and pay for Jackson's college? Oh my god. You know what? They'll be fine. Maybe they'll go into the trade. The, hopefully they go into the trade like dad will. All I can say is we, so like we bought a, we bought an old and it's an old, because I'm a construction worker. We can afford new stuff. We bought an old G wagon and we bought that sucker just in time a little over a year ago. Yeah. Had I tried to buy that now, I can't imagine what it was. You know, Georgia title. Oh, four with under 75,000 miles. It would be dumb right now. Oh yeah, and he pointed out, and so this other thing is driving some of this business is that um, European automakers are shutting down development and in some cases production of certain engines. So like um, several of those manufacturers have stopped any development of gasoline engines. And Hyundai Mercedes just announced, just announced that they're like done with V8s. Well, so, uh, so Mercedes announced that they are not shipping any V8s to the U.S. for at least two years. Now we'll see if they catch up on their chips, but that means that all the future, that's why the G wagon market went nuts because they're not going to ship any And the basic motor for a U.S. G wagon is just a five liter V8, let alone the ridiculous twin turbo AMG that everybody insists on buying, which is what sells in the U S is a twin turbo motor that no one knows how to work on, but th- they announced it. Well, we're just short on V8s. So we're not shipping those to you guys. And then went the market. Good, it's crazy. It's crazy times. So, so if gonna, anybody wants one, an old one we're that's gonna not sell, clean, I'll sell to you for a high dollar. We're going to sell your G wagon. We're going to sell Sarah's Honda, and we're getting mopeds or bird scooters. I will get an Aprilia. I'll find a nice racing moped, a nice Aprilia racing moped. Sarah's Honda for a private trade, a private sale is at ninety five hundred dollars. <laughs> See? Jeremiah, why are we? That's all right, at, hey. and that's at a hundred and I put it at a hundred and twenty thousand miles, and I don't think it has that many. On so it. we're going to do a bonus, bonus Patreon. We're going to show you how to build a listing on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace of a barely used Honda Accord, right, Jeremiah? We're gonna we're gonna list Sarah's phone number and let her just start taking the calls. <laughs> she's gonna be like, "What is going on?" And and we're just gonna tell them make the highest offer you can, and she'll decide if she's gonna. Sell I put it the to condition you. is very good because there's nothing cosmetically wrong with it, you know. Trade in seventy five. Zach's very it. good at detailing. He sell has it. two filthy I mean, kids. Like, we even talked about it. camper prices were insane. Like my camper is selling for oh, seven thousand yeah. more than I paid for it. And a couple I years ago, I wouldn't sell something we use. I watched it. No, I wouldn't sell anything. But if there's you, something that's sitting no, there extra, you go, there, oh my but god. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like our Mercedes is our family SUV, so I wouldn't let that go. And I could never replace it. 
when I bought it, I couldn't find another one I could afford. Like right. I got lucky. I found a super clean Georgia title. Like you mentioned with that, it, that the excursion. excursion, I got very, it took me two years. You know, people are like, Oh, how the heck did you buy it? Well, it took me two years to find it. And then I had to drive up to Chicago and like beat a guy up to get it. Bill Where if Lowry, I sold that now, Bill Lowry says he's got a 99 F one fifty, uh, 145,000 miles. He'll sell for mortgage payoff. And he ain't, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Trade titles. Depending on how big your house is, Bill. Swap yeah, might yeah, be careful. worth it, man. Because careful. that's that's another like 140 145,000 miles on a vehicle isn't that much. No. Nope. Those are it's a, that's a low miles for the truck. If and it's got if the it's, five four Triton though, I think it's already totaled. So I don't know. I, I have a lot of friends who paid less, <laughs> you know, quite a bit less for their houses than that. So I feel like we're we we might see an interesting market swing trading vehicles for houses. Yeah. I watched the camper at auction. World. You, you can get an, a, you can get a rental yeah. for that Accord, Jeremiah. Come on, it's a 2016. I'm, I was shocked by the people. Gram. I had somebody ask me yesterday. They're like, uh, "Do you know a good spot to sell a camper?" I'm like, "Just get on Facebook Marketplace. Oh take 30 pictures of it. Be honest about what's going on. And some Yahoo will show up to your house with a suitcase full of cash." And I was if like, you, hey, "You think I'm lying?" I'm like, "I can introduce you to two or three people that that's <laughs> happened to them." If you walk outside and pull a Michael Scott and just yell. Instead of bankruptcy, yell for sale. Camper for sale. Three guys with square bodies will just show up with mounts of cash. There's a prowler on Main Street that I still think is worth $5,000, and it's destroyed. Oh, it, the corner's been, the corner's been open <laughs> and the front it's the end's frame. been under a tarp for two years. I'm like, yeah, that's probably like seven G's right there. Oh my God. Seven yeah. to 10 G's. Well, you and I should walk up to him. He should offer him 500 bucks. We'll be partners in it and sell it for 10. And for the first two minutes, you got to walk around and go, Mm-mm-mm. you know, just really play it oh, down. Just a turnip on the front. I mean, you it's literally, like, there's plywood <laughs> visible from outside to I mean, the front corner. Zach, Zach's trailer, he had for how many years? 12? Yeah. 13 years. And he has two little boys that are very active. And by active, I mean they busted some stuff up. And the dealer he traded his into raked the price up on that sucker and had it gone in nine hours. They gave me like $3,400 and they had it listed for 10 and sold in two days. And this was before the camper market went crazy. Obvious water At this point, Zach could have lit it on fire and sold it for that, that was much. 20, that was early 2019. Yeah. Just rip the whole camper off, use it as a trailer and sell it for 40 grand. Just, Just call it a, a trailer template. Yeah, you could. Yeah. I'll sell you the prints separate. <laughs> All right, we need to start wrapping this BYOC, up. We're gonna we're gonna end up going camera. long. Mason Riley Roddinghouse. I'm gonna give your birth date next. People can steal your ID. Dox what, him. You want what, my last uh, four? <laughs> okay. Mason's been in the doxing game for a while. Start with that hat. Um, what do you know? What's what are your final thoughts? Well, my final thoughts are um, New Year's resolution. You gonna go to more concerts next year? I've got some on the lineup. We're going down to Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That'll be a good time. Um, I had something I was going to say. Um, well, we just watched the Boilers win. Congrats to them and those guys over there. Barely beating Tennessee. Um, but I had one. God, now I can't remember it. What the hell was well, it? It's your turn to, to pass it over to Jared, who just walked away because you don't have your... You so that means I'll hurry straight. up and figure something out. Um I have an update uh, real quick. Sarah got a new Apple Watch for Christmas. Right. Uh, and uh, she lost hers um, probably around the start of the pandemic. Two days after opening her Apple Watch, she messages me and says, hey, guess what I just found? Her old watch? Her watch. Was it an Apple Watch too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would be my final thoughts. I've spent the last three damn days <laughs> going. Was it with the red purse? I don't want to talk about it. Zach. Yeah, with the red purse. Um, I just replied back. It's Jesus Christ. I I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know where she was looking. I've spent the last three days. Um, I'm with T-Mobile. Chris Gall, you need to help him out. Um, so I get insurance. I've, ha- I've had every series of the watch except two. And I had a series five. I take it off the charger one day, put it on, and it's just dark. Wouldn't turn on. Nothing wouldn't because usually when you put it on the charger, it will say, "Hey, it's charging." It will show you even if it's dead, it will pop up charging. Um, wouldn't even do that. So I take it in and I say, "Hey, I need to file an insurance claim." Well, we don't do those in house. Insurance is a private thing itself. You got to deal with them yourself. I'm like, oh, "Well, give me the number." You certainly sell insurance. Yeah, you sell it, but you won't help me with it. So I, I'm like, "Give me the number." Okay, I got the number. I call them. Well, I. Try to fill out a claim online. Oh, we don't have insurance on that product. Uh, what? You know, I pay for it. Well, dad pays for it. I don't pay for it. And so we have it. It's there. And no, nope. call them. Try to ask about it. Oh, well, we don't cover that. We don't cover you. If you didn't cause the damage, we don't cover you. It says right on your pamphlet you do. Hardware breakdown, system breakdown, basically. Says you cover it? No, no, we don't cover it. So I had to go back to T-Mobile. You didn't cause it. I didn't you cause just it. Just failed. Just failed. Now, if you broke it, if I broke it, they they'd say it. they'd cover it. My, With a small payment. My expert advice was leave the store. Go to Apple Care. Grab or a hammer. Apple store. Fucking oh. smack it with yes. a hammer, bring it back in, and say it's broken. But then I'd have to pay I, out of pocket for it. I would drive it. over it in the parking lot in front of no, the No, because then there's still a pay on it. There's, I'm not trying to pay anything. I'm, I'm not paying for something that it did itself. So I call T-Mobile. They're like, um, I guess, kind of. They're like, we don't see any usage on that watch. You have a cellular plan, right? I'm like, yeah, and it's worked. I've used it for months. We don't see any usage on it. So I'm like, you're going to replace it because we paid for it through you. So you went into T-Mobile. They told you me called to the call insurance, insurance company, and then you contacted T-Mobile Then again. insurance told me, get a hold of T-Mobile. And I'm like, well, the people at the store are just about useless. So I was like, I'll call, you know, the people behind the scenes. You and caught them right after they finished their smoke breakout back. Yeah. Well, they probably needed, they probably needed to go to one. They're mad. But back so she helped me time. out. She really challenged me. them. She's like, this is probably the most odd thing I've seen in my like eight years working for T-Mobile, but we're going to go ahead and she's got like employee number 72. You worked for T-Mobile for eight years consecutively. She's like, I'm going to go ahead and just exchange yours. You got to go into store. Going to store today to get my new Apple Watch. Actually, she told me new. It comes in a certified pre-owned. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's not. I said the moment this thing fucks up, I'm getting a new one. It's going to be wrapped, sealed by Apple. And, I've never uh, met a more entitled student in my oh, life. Oh, it, it aggravated me. <laughs> so then they don't have any clue. I saw the note that. Kylie from T-Mobile had put on the, our account and it was like three scrolls on a computer she had typed onto our account and they're like we don't know what's wrong I'm like read it's it's in there somewhere they're like well I, we don't even know how to do an exchange I'm like let me call Kylie from T-Mobile so we had to call corporate to talk to the, their employees at the franchise to walk them through the whole process so just for me to pick this thing up today was about an hour and a half of my time so I'm not going to shout out T-Mobile in Newcastle, Indiana. What, what time is it now? He touches his phone. He doesn't look at the damn watch. I'm, I'm looking at a watch <laughs> that just seems frozen. That might have been the longest first world problem story I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, Did you know there's a pandemic? 
don't care. <laughs> I don't care. By the way, my G wagon was double parked. Yeah. I Valid. He drove the Honda today. I drove, I drove the Honda today. I wasn't gonna get ridiculed by you guys. What but I should have. I should have drove. Well. It's going to be an exciting ride home. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I should have drove it because I, I brought some of uh, Zach's wife's Christmas gifts didn't show up in time. And then I tried to cram the one, which was a uh, like a Don't ruin Christmas. No, she, she knows. We already told her. I told her how it wouldn't fit. I tried to cram it in the truck. Not even close. Tried to pr- cram it in the passenger seat. It's a which, convertible. You had tons of room if you really If I was it. willing. You know what? I loaned my heated motorcycle gear to a friend. Otherwise, I could have suffered <laughs> through that. Just put the helmet on, it's the heated like, vest on. It's got like heated seats and like some special The shield. seats are heated, but it does. Have, I mean, it has. it's a car that has heat. Put the but, top down and put some hair in it. you still have that chest, old maybe. burgundy car, too? No, he got rid of no, the Beamer. I got, that was yeah, awesome. I, got rid, I bought the Honda and I got rid of the BMW. I had a, a really cool, rusty BMW. What it? Didn't have 90, like comic. Yes, it had Zelda headliner in it. It was a 96 328i wagon. That's it's probably worth 35.9 now. Oh, dude, I sold oh, that for wagon, like, yeah, I sold that for like 1200 bucks. Yeah. That thing with a stick with a five speed transmission, which they did not ship to the US. Somebody did it custom, probably not good custom. From the way I drove, but still, now would be worth forty two thousand dollars, and I let it go for like twelve hundred bucks in a crappy dirt bike. <laughs> well, you stuff the crappy lost, dirt bike, lost, <laughs> lost my ass. <laughs> There's so much I. Sh- I'll tell you what I had uh, in high school. My first truck. So Zach got his first car was a ninety two Dakota. I still have it, and I was mad, and I wanted to pick up trucks, so I went and bought a eighty six eighty eight. No, it was eighty six. Yeah, eighty six. Uh, regular cab, short bed, uh, two wheel drive Chevy Silverado square body. Which now, when I bought it, was five grand. It was super clean. When I sold it for same money, you know, two years later, great. Now, what worth ninety eight thousand dollars? Yeah, and, and Mark Mark Brim might come home from South Dakota just to get it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a ninety three Dakota oh, listed in town. Look oh at God. that truck for five Dude, that's, grand. That two tone is way better than your two tone. <laughs> okay, okay, five. Okay, let's now, okay. Look. Hold on, the paint is still on the hood, so that shows yeah. that's what he painted. Because thing, Chryssler, yeah, they they imagine every, a every, candy maker dusting every a candy. Chrysler for when we were all in high school is the is paint's just, gone. Is, is, is the paint's is gone. back to nothing. Okay, but here's the, right, so, Kevin? It's, so it's like a ninety five. He wants five thousand dollars for it. I paid sixty five hundred for my ninety two in nineteen ninety nine. And now yours has a monster 360 V8. And a lot of rust. Mine doesn't look that good. Man, that's a yeah, good Yeah, but I'm truck. sorry. White with gray. and it, It's been repainted. It's 100% been repainted because there's yes. not a 95. Let's see not, it. Let's, let's see it. Yeah, no, there, yeah, there's not a 95 in existence that has the original paint that wasn't especially, stored in a coal mine. Especially white and silver were two colors that were particularly bad for flaking. Yes. It should, that, that had to be stored underground. It should be primer. If that's local, that's BS. I wonder if it's a three. I bet it's three. See, I could uh, I could sell Sarah's car, pocket four thousand dollars, and she could roll around. Buy that. that. And then sell Zach the it's doors. Great, they're great. Tra- yeah, I need the doors. <laughs> I need the doors off of it. Actually, we just need a good welder. Who was the guy that fixed your camper? Steve uh, Vitito. Yeah, Vitito. You just need Vitito to weld get, get some fresh fresh hinges and weld your doors back on. And you've oh. got a very, very quick, dangerous Dakota, which I don't know why you have. So, have you got any final thoughts for me? Me? Uh, well, I mean, anybody? It, I guess still, or I think we're still on Jared. We'll give him one last, one last go at it here. But if not, we can. It can be your turn. 
Well, uh, I appreciate the uh, invite tonight. I appreciate knowing about it. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Yeah. Zach found out Who's when I asked him next what, week? what Jared, time I should be here. Jared ruined the surprise. I feel like this is like a, a, an episode at a time intervention for something. I don't know what's going on yet. We're just going to keep well, bringing people from next week. Wait I'll, until, give I'll give everybody a heads up. Wait until it's Jackson's mom and I co-hosting. Yes. Oh. And then we're going to have Jackson sitting on Zach's lap, and we're going to see how much Zach gets to say. And it's going to be dinosaur talk in uh, February. Oh, my God. Owen got all the dinosaurs <laughs> for Christmas. So, yeah, I had dinner with Zach and the fan. So I went to, my, uh, I tried to surprise my mother, which I should have known was a be- uh, just waste of time. Actually, I tried to surprise everybody. So I showed up early at my mom's. The house was dark. And by dark, I mean, it only had 842 Christmas lights on. Zach can vouch for this. She yeah. lights the house with Christmas lights year round, it seems like. So then I went and met him for dinner. At Primo, which Primo was great. and Chicken and Nachi tonight, I saw, by the way. Yes. And I will Oki. say, the... No, folks, it's, it, we're Hoosiers. It's Nachi. It's one step above nachos, but in oh, soup. Yeah. Noki. So anyone, if you see anyone in Newcastle that is looking for some extra cash and is a little bit motivated, you know, I use, I waited tables uh, outside, of, you know, out of high school and had a really good time and it made great money. And Primo, I met... Thanks to them being a little bit short staff, Zach, I met like what half the ownership. Yep. Two thirds. So they were great people. Uh, they did a great job of, and as somebody that managed a restaurant too, they did a great job of, they were short staffed. So what they did not do is pile their tables. To become an electrician. I, I don't know how I lived on that money in the back. Like, as a manager. <laughs> now, what's sad is as a server, made great money. I took a management job at a restaurant, and basically, you're signing up for welfare. For $9.50 an hour. Oh, you $9.50, <laughs> sir, six twenty five as a manager. I had to go back to bartending to survive. But, you know, sitting at Primo tonight, they were short-staffed. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Well... I you know, I found out by sitting in front of my mother's empty house. So you want know everybody's getting surprises. But yeah, but anybody in Newcastle that is a decent motivated server, which you have to be a little bit quick on your feet and a little bit polite, and I was absolutely shocked at the I felt being someone that waited tables and got stuck in the weeds as we call it, watching these folks dig out and be smart enough to not sit a bunch of tables and bury themselves beyond recognition. Everyone that was running their tails off was absolutely beyond polite. Yeah. They were beyond helpful. They were beyond happy to help. And when you're when you have that kind of attitude, you're more willing to be patient when you see that somebody is going through. So if you're in Newcastle, go to Primo. I'm in the food. Did you get the pizza? Did the pizza? Yeah. Yes, you we got, got the pizza. pizza. Zach, let me try their their ribs tonight. The their ribs, ribs were fantastic. Ribs were special this weekend. They were delightful. Yes, because um, I th- I think that they're the uh, one of the chefs there is like link quite into barbecue. So he knows what he's doing. And if you're looking for some part-time work or if you're a decent server, go to Primo, please. I'm sure people and everybody in there just, I'm, I'm shot. I'm, I guess I'm used to just cranky people in Indianapolis, but everybody in there, nobody waiting on a table was mad to be waiting on a table. They were all very polite. They're good enough people that when they got to reopen after the pandemic shut down initially and they did carry out only the first night, they were like turning people away because they had like a four hour wait for carry out because people like they're good people there. Yes. Go, please get a job there. If you're between college classes, go, please get a job at Primo. I guarantee you, you'll be treated like gold. Mason's Mason got like two weeks before he starts his new job. He could go wait tables and man, I don't know. Mason, you could just yell stuff from the kitchen. Probably (laughs) make like four bucks an hour. You know what? Mason Mason would rage quit in an hour. (laughs) 
Mason, if Mason, I would pay a hundred dollars. Mason to see that. turns his hand, his hat backwards. He looks like kitchen staff. Yes, <laughs> except he's too. I just see him yelling, "Order up!" Just yes. in the back, hey. and slapping tickets on spiky things. Stop yes. taking orders. Yeah, it's my break. It's my break. I'm done. But it was nice to come to and a good excuse to come to Newcastle, see family, have a nice dinner. I I am anxious for another dinner at the Elks. Twice in seven days you've been in town. I know, which is yeah, crazy on my work schedule. Well, you can come to the Elks on uh, Friday. And I know. I miss. I miss thirty at night. They're gonna have um, some biscuits and gravy. The big B and G fundraiser. Oh, right yeah. I miss my Friday nights at the uh, Newcastle Elks. Are they open for dinner great, on Friday night? I don't know what's happening this tomorrow. I, I have not looked to see if there's a full so, menu. Or what's going so on? So normally, they I will are. be in the building tomorrow, though. Yes. Normally, Friday nights are a open dinner but night. Tomorrow's New Year's. Been all the lot reservations which the whole time zach and i were in college was like our normal routine was the newcastle elks get some wings or get a 484 burger yeah and i do miss my friday nights at the elks yes it was good a good excuse to come visit hang out with family and some friends and i appreciate the invite to the show very good go go see mary at beehive i'm gonna steal zach's beehive ellen k's got some specials and ellen k's got some good always got some good beef and if you want to get be, your meat, you want to be wildly entertained by some uh, boss hog alum. Check out Kate's Facebook feed this week. Danny, but wait Danny, until the kids are in bed. Danny was doing what Danny does. Um, I don't have much. Just uh, you know, I'll do the one. Just be smart tomorrow night. Don't drink and drive. Uh, look me up on Facebook if you need a ride and you're around Newcastle. I'll give somebody a ride. I'm always sober. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, just don't drink and drive. Cruise and sip. If you take him up on that, please post pictures and video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm out to plastic. I might get half pop, half pop. Just have Zach drive me around town tomorrow night. I'm going to ask him to drive me from my house to somebody's house in Indy. <laughs> in Newcastle. How free are you? It's a Henry County offer. I'm your Newcastle. brother. My God. <laughs> they shared a womb. Yeah. Thanks to Kevin for he's, coming and hanging out. He's my driver tonight. You're not yours. All right. This has been fun. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will uh, we'll see you guys in the next calendar year. Another, uh, another full year of Boss Hawk coming <laughs> your way. See you next year. <laughs>